Welcome back, podcast family. Yes, welcome back, y'all. Just a quick shout out from uh, us to all of our listeners. And sorry, I'm having a little bit of voice issues today, but we'll try to get through this. Um, so just a shout out from us to our listeners. We now have listeners, people listening in 77 countries. And I don't know if you've seen Curry. It's over 40,000 downloads. I saw that. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And we just wanted to say hello to those listening from Macedonia, Egypt, Poland, France, and Italy, just to name a few. Yeah, and always uh, we always say that if it wasn't for all of you, we may have stopped after the first episodes of recording, because to be quite honest, for the two of us who knew nothing about doing a podcast, and in all fairness, we, st we still really don't, but we have helpers who help us through all this time. It is a lot of planning, but worth all of it. If someone can learn from what we share or feel like, and they learn that they are not alone on this journey. But I wanted to send a shout out to Andrew Zapula for all he does editing the podcast for us each week. Yeah, and I just want you to know that you said in the beginning, yes, and we always say that if it wasn't for all of you, you mm -hmm. it's the first time I've seen heard you say you instead of y'all. Oh, <laughs> okay. Now, before, now before we go any further, we'd like to give a few shout outs to a few listeners who support us on this podcast. Uh, I want to thank, we want to thank Eileen McGarty, Emily Morrison, Carl Ladd, and Carol Wright. Okay, y'all, let's get this week started. This week, we wanted to share with y'all some suggestions about issues or symptoms and how others have found helpful things that made symptoms or issues easier to manage. Yeah, and in our support meetings, we share many ideas on how to cope with Louis symptoms and how to make living with Louis more manageable. So we thought we'd share with you all this week, um, and I will ask Curry to share his thoughts on things as well. But the one big topic this whole episode is going to be about is stems around bathroom issues. Um, some caregivers That's are... That's always the dirty issue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he, came, he came on today, Henri. I'm just telling you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, and it's always something that's brought out in our support meetings, which is a, te <laughs> a testament to that everybody feels comfortable enough to talk about it. Um, but some, some caregivers are asking, and, and people with Louie are asking how to cope with and help uh, the caregivers are asking how to help their loved one um, to pee in the toilet easier. Um, sometimes those with Lewy body dementia can't determine where or what a toilet is or be able to aim properly or sit properly due, due to their depth perception issues. And I know I, I share with you all about the time that the uh, one of Jim's doctors asked him to stand on a black scale and he thought it was a hole in the ground because he has depth perception issues. Um, mm -hmm. So this was one, it, it seems to be a topic brought up a lot in the caregivers forums about how to help their loved ones going to the bathroom easier. So we thought we'd we kind of compiled a bunch of suggestions and then we'll ask Curry what he does. Um, 
I guess fortunately for for me and for Jim, um, we didn't really have any problems with him hitting the bowl or, or going. That's why it's just still hard to understand why he passed away the way he did because he's <laughs> I never had I never had to worry about that. He did have his urine did have and I think I told you this before Curry a really strong pungent smell the last mm-hmm. month or two and we went and got it you know the whole urine sample and all that and nothing was wrong but so anyway we we thought we'd share some suggestions. Yeah, here are some helpful suggestions. Hopefully, they'll help some of y'all. This person said uh, she puts a couple arrows pointing downward on the the wall, pointing towards the toilet seat to help her husband find the right spot. Yeah, so it's a colorful, colorful arrow. And I know we've heard that red, people with Louie body seem to be able to um, see red better. Uh, One girl said that her husband peed on the counter instead of the toilet. So she got something called an Illumi bowl. A Illumi, A I L L U M I bowl. Yeah, (laughs) I've seen those. Yeah, it's a toilet nightlight and it has a motion sensor uh, light that fits over the toilet bowl and projects the light into the toilet. So when the person enters the bathroom, the toilet bowl lights up. I've never even knew there was such a thing available and such a great idea. And I'm telling you on that one forum, on the one thread, so many people have this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know, you know, it was even available. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I've seen that on, on, I believe it's on Amazon where I've seen that. Everything's but, on Amazon. The one I saw is, uh, puts out like a, it's a, like a black light, you know, the, the blue. Mm-hmm. Blue light, and uh, so I, I thought that was pretty neat. But mm. uh, some have shared that red toilet seats also work, which I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people putting down red mats in the bathroom for them for them to stand on. And another guy said she drew a target on the toilet seat <laughs> and <laughs> made a big production game of it all for her loved one who liked. Who liked that uh, while someone else suggested putting arrows on the floor to guide your loved one to the toilet or even footprints on the floor to help them know where the toilet is. Mm-hmm. I guess all of these are such great suggestions to help someone with Louie body uh, <laughs> hit the spot. <laughs> I know. That's right. As soon as you as soon as you were sharing that, I can imagine like somehow put a dissolvable picture of someone you don't like their face yeah. in the top of the bowl with the arrow. Right. we need to go on the business right right (laughs) because it's you know i think it would be funny actually um i actually has nothing to do with peeing but (laughs) there was one of our high school friends when we went away one of our weekends he we took a picture of him doing this goofy face and we stuck it on all the toilet seats so every time everybody (laughs) raised the seat (laughs) that's what made me think of if there was like yeah. a des- some way to put someone's, you know, I'm sure there's a way for you to get a, if you can illuminate the bowl, you can like stick a thing what would show a picture of someone through the water. You know, how there's, right. you, you see those in airports where they project things on the floor. Anyway, <laughs> just an idea if anybody wants to invent that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've read uh, a lot on the topic, on this topic, 
for ideas on helping your loved ones and um, found a few other suggestions. So um, someone put a picture of the toilet on the bathroom door. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Especially later in the disease when, you know, if you have a lot yeah. of doors. Um, paint the bathroom door a contrasting color so it can be distinguished from the walls. And that one is, I thought that one was really powerful because a lot of times your doors are the same color as your walls. So it's yeah. you know, making that different contrasting colors really helps. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. And there'll come a point when your loved one just can't make it to the bathroom in time, and he or she will need to wear a, a, like a Depends type underwear mm-hmm. or a, a men's men or women's overnight uh, briefs, stuff like that. I uh, be real honest with y'all. I have to pee in a urinal uh, because no matter what I do, I just can't can't hit the toilet. So about a, about a year and a half ago, I started just peeing in the urinal and then emptying it, and uh, that's helped me a lot. Of course, I wear I wear uh, the uh, incontinence briefs. You know, and I've worn these since 2017. I'm not totally incontinent, but I'm about 50%, you know, and and when it happens, I just, I I never know. I never, to be honest with you, I never know when I pee on myself. Mm. Uh, I don't feel it. I don't feel the wetness of it. I don't feel myself peeing or anything. I just, well, Mm. my hand will rub across down there and, uh uh-oh, it's wet, you know, Mm. but... uh, but yeah, I, I just ne- I, I never know when I'm going to pee on myself. It's, it's really strange. I don't know if others go through that or not. But but, but are yeah. there times that you feel like you have to go and you actually get to the bathroom? Or yeah, yeah. There's times when I can. There's times when I can tell that I got to go, and I'll, I'll go into the bathroom and use my urinal. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, but I, I have to use a urinal. There's just no so, way around it. I tried. So, so personal question. <laughs> Yeah. Why do you think you weren't able to hit the toilet bowl? Do you think it was? I just can't get the aim. No matter, I can aim straight ahead, and it goes to the left, far, far left. So you you think your depth perception is off, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Because I was wondering, you know, I I could see if someone has the Parkinson shakes, you know, in their hands a lot. That that might cause an issue, but um. So you always shoot off to the left. Yeah, to the left. Yeah. There's a song. Way left. There's a song. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> to the left. To the left. Right. That's me. <laughs> you know, every time you hear that song, now you're gonna. I don't want that image in my head. That that'll go through my head every time I pee. Now. Curry's always peeing to the left. To the left. <laughs> right. Sorry, you got me started. That's all right. But it, it is. It is a inconvenience mm-hmm. uh, because if I go to the doctor's office, I carry a urinal in, in the little seat pocket of my uh, of your chair walker. Yeah. Of oh. my walker, you know, in case I have to go when I'm there, cause I don't want to go in there and pee all over the floor. That's you know? a great idea to do that. Yeah, so I, anytime I go anywhere, I usually try to carry a urinal with me. So, 
Do you have it on your jazzy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to ask. Um, or have, if you don't have a, a, a chair with a, a seat in it, just ask your wife to put it in a, a yeah. bag in, inside in a plastic her bag. bag. I used mm -hmm. to carry it in a, in a Walmart bag, mm -hmm. you know? So, well, that's a great yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah. See, I, this is why we're talking about this topic, because it's, I'm sure it's uncomfortable for people to talk about. Um, and I know the caregivers that post questions about it are only asking for advice and help out of concern for their loved one. Like, how can we yeah. make it easier for them? Because I'm sure when you realized you were missing you were it was upsetting you because you knew yeah. you, you couldn't clean it up linda was gonna have to clean it up yeah um yeah so and you, and you know we've got one guy in our in our group he uses you know the transmission funnels are about two and a half three foot long and uh, he uses a trans a transmission funnel he pees in the funnel and it goes into his into the toilet you know okay but, I thought about that, but then you have what's, to set the funnel down, and it's going to get pee on the floor. What's a transmission funnel? It's a funnel that's it's it's you know how what a funnel looks like, right? It's got a top on it about that long, mm -hmm. about that big around, All and right, then so, it goes down. Then it goes down to a very small, long. Uh, oh, so does yeah. So remember we're. People can't see that long and that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's telling a he's telling a fish story. Yeah. <laughs> it's that long and that. Long. So it's yeah, like it, a it's like a funnel for putting oil in your car with a long tube on the end. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, why not yeah. just use one a funnel for putting oil on a car? Be less. It would than, probably work. Yeah, it would probably work too. I'm just curious why he uses the transmission one with the long tube. Maybe that's all yeah. he has or just. Or uh, yeah, I don't know. I just know he, he couldn't hit it either. Mm -hmm. And so he started using the transmission. Uh, so funnel. is there, this is clearly someone who knows nothing about cars. Is a transmission funnel wider opening than a. Oil yeah, funnel? it is. Okay. It is. Okay, well then, yeah, because you see, I'm trying to figure out why okay. why would did we use the difference. Of course, you or, can get you can get oil funnels that have a very wide top on them, mm -hmm. but they're harder to find. Uh, the transmission funnels have a have a wider opening, right. and they're about uh, a foot mm -hmm. long before they go down into the tube. Oh, and I'm sure the tube is probably too hard to. To cut and make it shorter. Yeah, yeah, now, it, is, it is. My question is: Are they always red in color? No, no, they're okay. they're blue. A lot mm -hmm. of them are blue. Some of them are black. Yeah. I was just curious because you know red seems to be which I want to yeah. look up. I want to look up why red, um, why red seems to be a color that helps people. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, you can even use red floor mats. You know. Instead of the dark colored ones, mm -hmm. use a red red floor mat for someone who's got real bad depth perception. Yeah, and they'll they'll step right on that red mat where they wouldn't if it was a dark color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Jim in the scale. Yeah, I, I mean, I can clearly when he came out of the bathroom and at his friend's house, and he said, "There's a hole. There's a hole in the. There's a hole in your corner of your bathroom." Right. And, it, and his friend was, he kind of you know gave me the side eye like what. And I was like, your scale is black. 
he, he thinks yeah. it's a hole in the ground. Um, yeah, it's part of just part of the depth perception. So someone had said that, well, my husband didn't have issues with pain, as I mentioned earlier. I think he did towards the end, which I know he did. Truth, I mean, to be honest, because after he passed away in the trash can in the bedroom, when I was emptying that, there were a few pair of underwear in there. Yeah. So, you know, that towards the last couple of weeks, he, he did have issues and he just didn't want me to know. Mm-hmm. So he hid them in the bottom. Um, but he always wore bottoms with elastic, like elastic waist, mm-hmm. because I found he was always like the Marines, you should always have a belt on when you're wearing pants. He always wore a belt, and it was, I saw he, he wanted to, he wanted me to go get uh, pants with elastic waist. He said they were more comfortable, but I realized it was because it was too hard to undo the belt buckle and yeah. then figure out how to get, you know, the snap and then the zipper down for him to go. So, um, so that's, that's one thing that, that I made sure he just rarely did he wear jeans unless we were, you know, going out and visiting with somebody. So individuals with Lewy body dementia and even some with other dementias tend to have depth perception as we've been talking about which can make it difficult for them to distinguish between flat surfaces and raised surfaces. Or like I mentioned with Jim, scales being black and, or a hole in the ground, or even, um, I think, I, I imagine any solid, black of course, but any solid color mm-hmm. object. Um, and, and what I researched, and, and I was reading all about this, is the, the problem with seeing the the toilet can be a visio-perceptual difficulty that people with Lewy body have, which may include seeing things less sharply, needing more time to adapt to light changes, which totally makes sense if you try to go into a room and turn on the light. Uh, the visual field gets smaller and possible loss of per- peripheral vision, which I know Jim really lost his peripheral vision. How's your peripheral vision? The, I don't this, think I have it. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. Yeah. <clears throat> and depth perception perception problems. Um and it the the thing about the the uh sorry, I just lost my train of thought because I was the surfaces, especially with people with Louis body, because your your walk tends not to be symmetrical. Right. Like when you when you have to go to different surface levels, that's like you're waiting for uh, someone to fall. That's why they they really say to try to remove rugs, mm-hmm. like area rugs from the floor, right? Um, to help with that. But yeah, my uh, my uh, peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. I I have to come really kind of out in front to, before I can see anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're used to it. I could see it off in the corner of my eye, you know, mm-hmm. but I can't anymore. So do you? But do you have um? Does is your visual field seem smaller? You think? Uh, yeah, uh, because I don't have peripheral vision anymore. Hmm. Which is interesting because I would think peeing, if your visual field was smaller, like the your aim would be. Yeah. Huh. You you're just a weird person. That's I right. know, right? <laughs> <laughs> to the That's left. Right. To the left. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that's, I mean, I'm sure 
people listening and those with Lewy body, they're going to relate to something that we're talking about, you know? Yeah, I would think um, so. Yeah, I mean, that's just what, what you have problems with. Um, yeah. And one of the things is not having the ability to judge the distance of an object or mm-hmm. see it in 3D or having shadows from small floaters which, in the visual field, which Jim, to the end, swore there was nothing where he just had floaters, you know? Uh, which I believe he did. I think he's mm-hmm. had those for a long, long time. Do you have floaters too? No, uh, no. but I know others who have it in our group. Mm-hmm. So I, I, uh, I know that others besides Jim have the floaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how about the ability to judge a distance? Now that I've lost. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that when, when we would try to, you know, it's, it's not funny, but it's like just talking about this, thinking back even to a year ago or last summer when I took Jim to one of Andrew's concert and we had to go down a flight of steps and it wasn't well lit. Yeah. Um, it was, I think he was really scared. Like I really had to hold him. He had to hold the rail because his mm-hmm. depth perception, like I don't, you know, it was just hard for him to. It's funny, isn't it? Like it. Well, again, it's not funny. Yeah, just for me to go down the steps here at my daughter's house to get off the back deck mm-hmm. onto the ground, there's five steps, and I have to really, really watch myself going up and going down on those mm-hmm. because my depth perception. But yeah, I lost my depth perception uh, ability to to see how far away I was from an object back when I was still driving. In, mm. in 2016, right? Uh, because you know, I would come up to stoplights or stop signs, and I would be way past them. They would be back about three fourths away behind me, you know. So I, I lost that early on. Hmm. Well, you're lucky. Yeah, you're lucky you didn't. You know, stop. I'm lucky I didn't or... kill someone. Yeah. Well, somebody you had an angel on your shoulder. That's for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Anyway, who would have thought we could talk so much about bathroom issues? But I will I say, <laughs> someone in the Zoom, almost every meeting, mentions a bowel movement. Bowel movements are brought up. Yeah. Um, like I said before, which, which, just to let everybody know, if you haven't come to one of the meetings, it really, you really do become a family. And when someone's not there one meeting or you miss a couple, somebody's going to check up on you. But you feel comfortable enough to say, Hey, you know, come right out and say, I just pooped my pants last night or yeah. put my, my pants in Walmart, as you, you shared one time. Yeah, which I did. And you didn't realize it happened, right? Right. I never knew it happened until we got back in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just, and, you know, I'm just sorry if you can hear my dog. Uh, Jim, Jim was my keep the dogs quiet. Can you hear my dogs barking? No. Oh, you can't? Okay, that's good. Um, he was my watch the dogs while I did while we record it. Okay, that was the dog, if you heard that. Didn't hear nothing. Okay. Yeah, no, you're good. I'm hearing things. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you want to share some final thoughts on today's topic? Wow. Uh, sing, any, thing is, sing any words? No, yeah, main thing is don't be, don't be embarrassed if you, if you pee on yourself or, or poop your britches. It's just part of the disease. Uh, but when you do, 
uh, you, a lot of times people will pee on themselves three or four times before they finally realize, hey, I need to get some Depends. Uh, and I just use Depends as, as a name for the incontinence underwear. I don't wear Depends, uh, but a lot of people do. Uh, mm -hmm. So don't be ashamed to wear and go buy incontinence underwear. Uh, it, it's not that big a deal. Uh, you'll find that a lot of people with Louie have trouble with their bowel and, and their bladders. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of people that have them even without Louie. We don't even know. Sorry, yeah. my daughter's dog is coughing up something. <laughs> I, don't know what she's, I don't know what she's doing. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you... I, you, tell me you can't hear that. I heard that one. Okay. <laughs> she must have ate something. So, do you mind? I'm recording a podcast here. She doesn't care. Right. <laughs> Sarah must have went out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it, I just thought it was important. It's crazy that we could have a whole conversation on bathroom issues, but that's, you know, we're getting older. Everybody's yeah. going to have bathroom issues eventually and just. Unfortunately, some people with Louie just have them sooner than than later. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So, well, Curry and I are working on, as we talked about our last episode, some big moves with housing, which Curry's got more saga to his, what we'll share later. <laughs> right. What's going on with his. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be working on bringing guests back on. Um, but also, we'll have a few more recordings sharing some topics of the week. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, usually it's something that's brought up during our Zoom meetings more than once, or that it's kind of a recurring theme in the support uh, group pages. I figure we could just um, jump on and share helpful thoughts and suggestions on ways to help those with Louis live a good life, even after diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, uh, I, uh, I'm living proof that there's a lot of good life left after diagnosis, which is what I always tell people when I first meet them. Uh, I, yes, I, I have bad times. Uh, I have, it took about a year for my doctor to get my meds straightened out to where, uh, to where I wasn't having problems. But yeah, uh, you can you can have a good life after you get diagnosed with Louie. You just got to make up your mind and and uh, take the good days with the bad, you know, because you're going to have some bad days, but, but you're going to have more good days in the beginning, more good days than bad days. And yeah. uh, just just always remember that there is a lot of life left after diagnosis. Especially if you get a jazzy. Exactly, if you have a jazzy <laughs> or any mobility chair. Yeah, yeah, I have to bring that up. Um, I got up early this morning and went around the, went around the neighborhood, matter of fact. Oh, that's awesome. I was out there about 6.30 rolling through the, rolling through the hood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, folks, we hope you gained some helpful inf information from what we shared this week. We hope to do this kind of sharing again in the future episodes. But that's all we have time for this week. Just remember, we want all of you to be a part of our podcast series and share your thoughts on topics you want to hear about. We provide our email address below in the episode description. So please feel free to send us an email with topics you want us 
hear about or want us to explore. And we would love to hear your from your feedback. Send comments and suggestions to either our email, which is louiebodyrollercoaster at gmail.com, or on my Facebook page, which is Our Journey, or the Louie Body Roller Coaster page. But uh, please remember, if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you. Mm -hmm. uh, feel free to let Linda and I know. Yep. Uh, and we'll sure get you on. Yep. And we post the link to the Patreon and the, and the GoFundMe in the episode notes if you are so inclined to to support us in that way and any questions on either of those you can send curry a private message <laughs> he can help right. you he can help you with the links but it's pretty it's you go to the um where you find the podcast and the links are right there so just remember we can't thank all of you enough for supporting us to keep the cod the, oh lord how <laughs> long have we been talking <laughs> <laughs> the dog stressed me out. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, well, I don't even know where I was. Remember, we're doing this podcast for all of us, and we appreciate you tuning in each week. Yeah, and as always, we will continue to post the link for the podcast each each week for you in Facebook group, Our Journey, or the Facebook post, Facebook page, <laughs> Louis Body Roller Coaster group as well. So thanks for joining us. We've been talking for two hours because we're both like drunk tired. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, until next week, this is Linda. And Curry signing off. Mm -hmm.